95-year-old Joanna Hamburg claims her favorite possession is a picture her friend took of her when she was 18. The black and white shot depicts her like any normal teenager in 1942, with a plaid skirt and dark hair styled like the Hollywood icon at the time, Greer Garson. She sits on a bike with a pal, with a tall, lanky man stopping her. Apparently, she couldn't take her bike in the direction she was going. Any passerby would assume Joanna was sad, but in reality, she was terrified. The man who stopped her was a politician, a member of the Nazi party. At the time the photo was taken, Joanna was a part of a secret resistance movement called the White Rose. In that moment, she thought he had come to arrest her, that her actions were no longer secret. The photo was taken by her friend, also a member of the White Rose, for she believed that she now fooled the Nazis about their agenda. Joanna eventually moved out of Germany to the United Kingdom, nearly a decade after the fall of the party she worked against in her teens. Almost a century later, she is here with me, Annabelle Yao, to discuss her life. Welcome, Joanna. Hi, thanks for having me. So Joanna, could you describe what exactly White Rose was and what you did? When I first started to attend the University of Munich, I met Sophie and Hans Skoll. We became friends due to our shared hatred of the Nazi party and our stories were kind of similar except they had willingly joined BDM and your youth and the older sister did too. But few years prior for us meeting, Hans realized that he was a homosexual, something which at the time, the Nazi party was also against. So he got arrested for a period of his life, and after he came out from jail, he and Sophie realized that the Nazi party weren't good people, now that they finally were on the end of becoming victims. So I had met them the fall of 1942, but that summer, they had started the White Rose. It was kind of like a secret organization, but it didn't consist of many people. It was made and based inside of the university. Mm -hmm. Everyone was basically college students who attended there who didn't agree with the Nazi party. There was probably less than 20 of us. Less than 20. And many of them were like friends with Hans and Sophie. So I had joined the party and we didn't do much except what we had done was we would write pamphlets and we would publish them using the university's tools and then we'd like leave them places like park benches places where people could find us we wouldn't write our names so we couldn't get in trouble by the nazi party for doing so but we'd write like white rose society so and even sometimes we even got up to mailing it to important leaders and people inside of not inside of the nazi party Many of the White Rose members have been caught. Have you ever been caught? Luckily, I was never arrested by the Nazi party. That summer in 1943, that's when the party really ended because Hans and Sophie were arrested. It happened because they had decided to hand out pamphlets within the university and they were able to get linked back. But I was not present during that time. So, this would eventually lead to the school skillings being um, executed by the guillotine. Wow. So in a way, with them dying, 
the party also died. Mm -hmm. And no one really worked at the White Rose Party Society thing. Did you see people who also opposed the Nazi regime, or were you the only one? In fact, numerous people opposed Hitler, but it was a dangerous thing to do. He was in power, and the Nazis did send people who did oppose him to concentration camps, or like I had mentioned of Hans and Sophie, to death. But acting on it was a broad term. Some people would do very simple things which just disobeyed the tiniest of mm -hmm. Nazi rules, while others would start organizations like the school siblings mm -hmm. or like speak against Hitler in public. So it's a broad term to say opposing Hitler, but I feel the majority of people in Germany did not like Hitler and only supported the party because it was technically the safer thing to do at the mm -hmm. time. But like Sophie, were you connected to the BDM at any part of your life? I was part of the BDM growing up. It was something I hadn't chose to do, but again, like I had said, think, think, think about which is safer, supporting the party. So my parents had put me in, thinking it would be safer for me. My brother was part of Hitler Youth. So BDM is interesting because like Hitler Youth, they try to put Nazi propaganda into our heads and we were like taught things that Jews and people of color were bad and that blonde hair and blue eyes made the perfect person. But in BDM, it influenced a role of women that was like different of men. Hitler Youth taught men how to be strong and brave and protect people while women were supposed to like serve men. So we were taught how to sew and cook. But besides that, we really didn't teach anything else like how Hitler Youth did. There was a big censorship from the news from the outside world, so I guess what they taught us about history and things like that showed our culture being a greater culture than others and showed cultures like cultures of people of color and, of course, Jews who were mm -hmm. very prosecuted during this time as bad histories in a sense. sexism played a big part in Nazi society? I think it played a very big part. We are used to telling that it's a racist and homophobic society, which it very much is. But it's also sexist. They had put more influence on the white, blonde, blue-eyed man. And they showed importance towards women, but this importance was that they're the ones who could make children, so they would continue family lineage. But besides that, women weren't have like as much as a enforced role in politics, but much of like at home role. Mm -hmm.
Thank you so much for your time, Joanna. Thanks to silent heroes like you, young people are inspired around the world. Thank you for listening.